Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. If you head over to the tubelog.com, you'll notice a list of YouTube educators. Now, I have a long list over there, but I have a list of the top five. And obviously, that's my humble opinion, but I think it's uh, pretty, pretty right on. And one of those names on that list is Brian G. Johnson. And I, I have to say, I have known him since he was a young cowhand, and uh, he has been growing, and it's been just wonderful watching him grow because he has taken such, such leaps um, into his knowledge and the type of information he is sharing. So I want to get right into it, introduce and share, uh, wow, a wonderful welcome to Brian G. Johnson. Thanks for being here. Rosh, it's great to be here. I'm excited to share and uh, spend a little time together and talk YouTube and all the things about growing a YouTube channel should be awesome. You know, you have made some big jumps over, you know, the last couple of years. But one of the things that's fascinated me during this time is that you actually took a little time off, maybe a little time to retool. And you came back with not just you know, more information about YouTube, but some deep information that you've discovered and really have started to share information. Maybe very few others are starting to share. Um, I really want to get into that, but let's talk about that very beginning, um, that first sure. year where you made the proclamation <laughs> that I'm going to have 10,000 subscribers in the first year. Talk to us about that. Uh, for me personally, I really love a goal that I make public. Uh, that scares a lot of people. I've heard other people say that, you know, maybe we should just get uh, down to business and less talking about all the things we're going to do. And to be fair, I see a lot of people, they might fall into that camp where they get, they talk about a thing and then, and then it's, it's no longer. And perhaps that's why other folks say, you know, let's just walk the walk. Show me that you're going to do it. But for me personally, really um, sharing my journey along the way is, is, is gratifying on one hand, but it's smart on a marketing level. Let me just call a spade a spade. I believe that one of the most powerful things we can do is leverage our own personal story. And mm -hmm. no one wants to be around to watch um, an average story unfold. Right. So when I started out, my goal was to do something that seemed pretty hard. Um, right. Between you and me, it wasn't 10,000, it was 25,000. Oh, really? And I realized very early in that that was probably a pipe dream. Now, what's interesting is we're both coaches. You've got a coach probably. I've had coaches in the past. And one of my coaches who doesn't do YouTube, you know, he said to me, you know, go for 25,000. 10 sounds great, but really give it your best. And I did that. And then after about a month, it became painfully clear that that probably was not going to happen. And I kind of just re, I retooled, right? I just kind of yeah. tweaked uh, the goal. Yep. Nobody was listening anyway. <laughs> sure. Nobody cares about um, someone saying they're going to do something until they do it. And right. I, I really hoped I could prove that wrong. And I've tried a few times and I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody really cares until you start doing the thing. Um, and then they, they're going to pay attention. So my thing was, again, I just simply wanted to tell an open-ended story. 
and 10,000 subscribers is still a, a pretty darn good goal in, in most people's mind. And that's what I set my sights to do. And it was really fun and it was challenging. And, you know, I don't know if you know, but like the exact number was just, it was, it was close. It was yeah. 10,500 or 10,400. Yeah. So literally, you know, I, I, I made it by a, a week or so, you know, within a week or so of. Sure. Sure. You know, I mean, I remember well, Amy, I, I caught you about halfway there. You were about 5,000 at the time. And uh, I, I, I recall clearly that it was just, you, you brought people in, uh, but there was also this part of, hey, you know, we got to help Brian. He, he really, you know, putting that out there, you, you brought us along for the ride. And that I think was really helpful in that process. From there, once you did that, you know, a lot of times we talk about you need to have a goal beyond your goal. Otherwise, you kind of sit there at the top of the mountain saying, all right, now what? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you did a lot of stuff. You wrote a book during that time. And I did. Yeah, you know, and put a little more pressure on you. But, you know, the thing is, you, you did it. And that, that, that was great. But once you got to that point, what, what was your now what? What, you, what, what was the well, next? You know, for me personally, I, I think in the back of my mind, and I don't even think, like I know what I was thinking, and that was 100,000 is the level where YouTube really recognizes creators on a bigger level. Right. Like you've really achieved something, and that was kind of the, the, the goal all along. Yeah. And I wanted to create and frame something as this is going to be a really great first step like these first steps I take you know the first year I really believe are the the planting of the seeds if you would mm -hmm. that later turn into you know little little struggling plants and then maybe by year three right like perennials first yeah. year they're almost dead the second year they might make it and the third year it's jack and the beanstalk so right. you know right. in the back of my mind it's like okay we got the 10,000 let's just kind of keep going and one of the things that I, I always do, Rosh, is I kind of look at a few moving parts of the puzzle at the same time. So monetization is always important. Um, the book was another big, big project. I don't necessarily think milestone, but project. So I have always got a number of things that I'm uh, pondering and I'm focused on and I'm trying to achieve. And by, right, and by really doing that, it, it all, always gives me something to focus on. Mm -hmm. Like right now I'm all, I'm starting to really plan through, you know, what is my life going to look like as I enter into 2020, 2021. Sure. Um, and just, there's going to be a number of really big changes professionally, personally, and I'm excited for that. And are there, know, any, is there anything that you can share that you're comfortable sharing? Um, yeah, absolutely. I'll share. And I don't, it, I, I haven't like come out of the gate holding that flag saying I'm going to do this thing, which is kind of my style. Yeah. But like I'm pondering launching a, another channel mm. just because at this point, like I feel for a long time, I felt a certain amount of pressure to achieve that goal of a hundred thousand and right. also a certain amount of pressure to achieve a, a level of success that I felt was worthy enough to take the gas off and look elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a huge proponent of focus. It's one of the hardest things to do. And, and I know for myself, and I believe for most people, the more we can focus on really doing one thing amazingly well, the mm -hmm. more likely that's the case 
and human beings generally tend to flock to awesome stuff. So, you know, at this point, like I'm really confident that I can publish a video a week on my current channel that can maintain that I can continue to have great growth and do other things and maybe break out and do something more marketing based which is really my roots, you know? Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're a longtime marketer. You have quite the roots in that, that arena. You've been uh, doing this, you know, probably longer than I have, um, you know, professionally. And, and that's, I think that was, I'm sure certainly helpful in the process of developing a channel. Um, now you've had a few channels through the, um, mm-hmm. through your time. And, and I think that's pretty common. I mean, a lot of times people see the big channel that won the day, sure. but then forget about the other channels that, you know, were good starts, you know, or, or maybe earlier in a specific channel. Um, what, what were some of the things you learned from those first channels that you started developing? Uh, number one, that YouTube is really profitable. Yeah. I mean, that you can make a lot of money if you can get your, basically the game of marketing is getting the right people to see your stuff. Right. That's it. Whether it's a podcast, a website, whether you're doing social media marketing, it's really knowing who you want to see your video content, your blog post, your podcast, and then creating content that they really enjoy and, and then turning that into money, which there's a, a number of different ways to do that. And I, I leveraged YouTube very early and, and I did make a, a crazy amount of money by leveraging YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was more about kind of like, and I think, you know, one of the things I want to say, Rosh, is I, I feel like there may be three steps of how individual YouTubers, mm-hmm. creators, marketers look at and leverage and use YouTube. One is I put my videos here. It's free. It's easy. I upload them. They're there. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of the, the lowest denominator or the starting point. And when I started, Back in the day, there was no YouTube. Um, Getting video online was expensive, complicated, and I wasn't interested in that. There was no Facebook or Twitter. There was none of the stuff we have today. It was like you have a website or you don't. Like that in 2001, it was like websites. So what I did was I built websites and I added content to the sites and I generated money through the websites. And as I started teaching about marketing, which that started around 2007 and 2008, mm-hmm. I started thinking about it would be really cool to be able to include video on my website. And again, um, the technology wasn't really available. And I guess this is kind of, kind of it. So this is an iPod. Mm-hmm. When I started, I used the flip camcorder. Yeah, and, and that's how I, I got video started, you know? And that was those those were kind of the early days. And for me personally, I had two or three site uh, channels on YouTube that had anywhere between a thousand and 3000 subscribers. And it was always more about just making content to get it on my blog. And the blog was either I'm just sharing cool content people will appreciate, or I'm promoting something. And I like the idea of showing up on video, right? Um, it, It builds trust and credibility and so on. And then from that is like, you know, I really was an internet marketer for many, many years and I've generated millions of dollars. And by the time I got to 2013, I started thinking like, what do I do now? Like 
basically this is like every few years there's the Brian gets to the, well, what the heck do I do now phase? Sure. And I had done so much. I had done affiliate marketing and list building and I made money with costumes and AdSense and I did uh, so many of the things that were available to us. And the one frontier I really hadn't tried to grow was YouTube. And I thought, well, I've always been intrigued by video and I love the fact that it's SEO centric. Right. I don't think it, I think the way it really is, is very different than how most people think it is. Right. But some of the core fundamentals of SEO do apply. And I thought, well, that would be, I think that sounds like fun. I'm going to do that. And, and that was kind of, um, you know, we, yeah. nobody can see, trust but funnels. I'm holding, yeah, trust funnels is holding up his book. Yeah. Yeah. So like trust funnel. I had just kind of finished writing and releasing the book trust funnel, my first major book release. And, and when I was done, I'm like, like I said, I kind of had this, well, what do I do now with my life? You know, I right. think I'm a grown up by now. And, and I didn't do anything for a month. I just kind of like, I really pushed hard and I kind of dropped out. I played video games for two or three weeks until you get to that. Like this is, you're an adult, go be an adult now. So, so, and that's basically, you know, how I got to the, the latest channel and so on. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of people don't, you, you mentioned, you know, SEO and, and YouTube. And I, I think a lot of people don't realize that probably SEO is, a, you know, if you learn YouTube, you probably, probably get SEO better because a lot of SEO is what is the action on the page? Like what is, what are people, how are they interacting with the video, the click-through rates and to get to the video, click-through rates to get to the page. And again, how they act once they get there. I, I think that we can learn a lot in a lot of areas related to our, our own business, our lives. If you just take on the practice of a YouTube channel, I mean, I know I'm kind of going off in a weird direction there, but can you apply that to, you know, a business just going through the process of developing a YouTube channel? What are some of those commonalities that maybe people can take out of it? Well, again, for me, marketing is uh, identifying who it is. Well, first it's identifying what it is you're going to offer right. and why it matters. And the more you understand that and the more, you're really honest with yourself, like, oh, my product's the best product in the world. Well, like, well, why is it different? Or why yeah. is it unique? And the more you can really see and create something that other people value, then the sooner you can identify and understand where those people are spending time. And the right. sooner you can create content to get in front of those people, the more likely you can basically make more money. It's, it's really as simple as that. And one of the things I always knew and loved about YouTube was that uh, it, it gives us an ability to really rank and, and drive views and get, get rankings on Google as well as YouTube. And, and really, you know, people click on a YouTube video. They're, they trust YouTube. It's, it's a thing. So, you know, that's, that's one of the most powerful reasons why, you know, building a YouTube channel is really an amazing thing. And I've had, I've had promotions where I'm literally an affiliate. I don't even have my own product. And I've generated... 60, 60 to $70,000 sure. with a week's worth of work. But I was, and it's not like I didn't drive a hundred thousand or a million views. I might've drove a thousand, but those were the perfect thousand views that were, those were people that were really interested in what I was talking about. Right. And that always, you know, that usually results in a really a positive 
uh, thing for, for both parties, especially yeah. when you have the ability to deliver on what, what those people want. As you started getting more involved, because you didn't start off immediately supporting people who want to grow the YouTube channel. You, you know, your first, one of your first big videos on your current channel was about iMovie, if I, if I call correctly. And, yep. and that generated, a, and I believe continues to generate a lot of views. Yeah. But, you know, you, you eventually, you, you found your niche, you found your groove, you started supporting other people who want to grow a YouTube channel. What, as that journey progressed, what were some of the things that maybe you discovered that you didn't realize that a lot of people were asking about growing a YouTube channel? And I'm sure there's some, the same question over and over again, quite a bit, but were there any surprises along the way? I think for me, it's, it's, um, it's more based on my own understanding of why I've been able to really, you know, amplify my own growth mm -hmm. in 2019, which is literally like tripling your, your views and tripling your subscribers, which is right. like, that's, that's a huge increase. Yeah. And, and, you know, I look at the people in my niche and there's like nobody that is like video for video is like outpacing me. Right. You know, I feel like there's a small handful of really quality creators and we all have the ability to drive some pretty exciting results. And for me, the thing that I see as far as, you know, what is the thing that I learned or what did I discover about growth or what are the things that people are asking is I really became, it really became painfully obvious that the answer is right in front of us. Right. And it's not, it's, it's really very simple, but on a human level, what's really challenging is to focus on a thing for a long period of time and to go on faith. Cause early on you don't have anything, right? You don't have any views, right? You don't have any feedback. You don't have any inclination that you're doing the right thing. You don't have any experience. Understanding the, the analytics can be really confusing. So in a sense, you don't really have anything with analytics because you don't know what the heck they mean. And it can be really easy to feel like there's something missing. Mm. If I could just find this, this th there must be something that these other channels are doing. That magic because, thing. You know, I'm doing the same thing. And my videos are just as good. And, and I'm publishing and I'm consistent. And I think when you really start to honor the audience you want to get in front of, when you start to really, when everything you focus your mind on is about their needs and not your own needs, at that point, it becomes really clear that nobody really values consistency. Mm -hmm. It might be something that we read about, but right. that's not what grows a channel. Like nobody cares that you're uploading a video every Wednesday. That right. might be a good practice. Uploading every Wednesday might teach you um, how to stick and, and how to have tenacity and grit. It might teach you to, to not give up, but that's not going to be why you grow. You grow because you publish a really great video that outperforms all the other hundreds of thousands of videos most, most of the time right. that are targeting the same kind of thing. And, and I think for me, that was the real um, awakening. Because I can tell you when I started, how I view and how I think about the audience as I do today 
It was very different. It was much, 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 much more about my own personal expression. Mm. And it was a lot more about having fun. It was a lot more about being different. And like, what's really interesting is I look at the last few videos I've uploaded. And I look at the videos that I uploaded when I started. Mm -hmm. And I feel like both of those sets of videos are very, very different from what my peers do. And I really have found my own voice. And I had to go through that process of just, you know, coming in and, you know, we all want to take on the world and have the absurd growth. But sometimes you just need to, you need to experience the thing it is that you want to achieve success in. And as, as I did that more and more, I got more into touch and not even that I, I, what became more important was the goal of a hundred thousand was yep. the goal of brand deals was the goal of, of growing three to four times faster. And as those became more important to me, I was able to transition from the fun quirky guy. That's pretty knowledgeable to the, the in, I don't know how people would describe me today, but I think if you watch the videos I'm putting out now, people still think I'm quirky and I, I, that's cool. And, and I, I love that. Um, I just think I'm a normal dude, but I also think there's like, I don't know. I don't want to sound conceited or I don't want to sound like I'm awesome or I think so much of myself cause I don't, but I also know that the quality across the board is, is dramatically increased. Well, you in certainly, the- yeah, you certainly refined, you know, who you are through, through this time. I mean, I, anybody look at your last video versus your first videos and it, it really, in many ways, a very different person, mm-hmm. um, more refined and even in many ways, more confident in who you are um, in front of the camera and what you want to say. You have a goal. You have, I think before you're a quirky guy who is sharing cool information in a cool way or fun way, where today you're, you're a focused guy with confidence who has a mission. And I think that comes through and people are latching onto that. Cause sometimes when people change things up or grow, it doesn't, it doesn't work to their benefit. Um, I think for you, it has. And, and I well, think it's you know, important I'm, to know. I'm glad you said that because I think it's, I think, I think this part of the discussion can go in so many different ways. And that is how do you evolve mm-hmm. to, to be able to do things that excite you yeah. and that we're all passionate about? Because if you keep making the same video over and over, um, yeah. a- after a while, there's no real need for that. We don't feel like it's fulfilling and we lose and yet we know that if, if I've done things a certain way and I've gotten subscribers and it works, if I change that, it might not take me where I want to go. So I think I've just been, again, you know, honoring, yeah. not like knowing who your audience is, but that's, that's like to honor them, you first have to really understand and know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know what's important to them. And my thing was, it took me a kind of a while to get there was in the beginning, I, I wanted to have fun. Um, I wanted to be different. I love humor. I still do. I, I at a, an event or a party, I will be singing karaoke. I will be <laughs> that goofy Brian G. Johnson. Yeah. I will have the fun, crazy hair. I will wear a, a crazy, I will dress completely in white with a bright tie and 
I mean, I love that kind of thing, but I don't believe at the core of what a, a, a viewer on YouTube wants when they're looking for how to grow a channel, how to make money. I don't think that's what's at the forefront of their mind. Yeah. I think they're looking for someone that they can believe in, that they can trust, mm -hmm. someone that um, can communicate in a clear way, which I do think I communicated in a clear way, but I think I'm more, more yeah. clear and more congruent today. So I think, again, just going through that, that journey and whatnot. And sadly, the thing that I struggle with is I expect things to be hard online mm -hmm. because they are. They because are. I, because I'm an old timer and, yep. you know, as the earth was cooling, and the <laughs> dinosaurs were, you know, roaming, there was Brian trying to figure out how to build a website. Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't pretty. It was, there was no WordPress. No. Nope. Nope. It was like front page 97 and I failed. I couldn't yep. make that work, but front page 98 came out yep. and I was able to make a go of that. And it's like, you know, I, I, I've been in the position where you have nothing and you have to work your butt off to get a little. And then if you're smart and you keep at it and you don't switch gears and you stay on point and you keep asking yourself, well, what can I improve? Right. You know, then eventually you start, it gets easier and easier. And, you know, what's really interesting is like, again, the, the views and the subscriber growth on my channel has literally tripled. Yeah. And, uh, what, what do you, what was that change? What, you know, you, you went away, you know, um, off to some far Island and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then came back three months later in this bank. What, what was that step that, you know, and again, you know, I think we should warn people that, you know, there isn't this magic bullet, but maybe it was a philosophy. Maybe it was the approach that you took that right. was different. Well, two, two things. Uh, and the first isn't really a thing. It's, it's 12 things and it saddens me to no end because it's, it's part of my war cry that I talk about all the time and nobody, most people that are in the groups that I run and the, uh, the communities that I hang out in, there isn't a lot of uh, engagement and commenting and like uh, one of the things that I've talked about for a long time is this idea of these are the 12 most important things. Mm -hmm. And if you become a ninja at these 12 things, your channel will explode. Yeah. And that means like when you, when you're able to do that, it's very rewarding and it's very uh, freeing because mm -hmm. then everything else is a distraction. Okay. And what I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt is most people that live their life are distracted by the myriad of things that pull them away for one of a thousand reasons. They're interested. Right. It might be the next thing. I've never heard about this. Someone said, someone said this, you know, and, and sadly it's like the, someone that said some stuff has <laughs> zero results. Right. So like, why are you listening to that person? Right. And the social media thing, it's like, it just doesn't like when you get really good at publishing great videos mm -hmm. and you know what the audience wants, you will get better metrics than most of the people or most of the videos. And the more you can uh, continue to look and refine. So like this, I made this post, I, I publish it everywhere. It's in my paid group. It's in my free group. It's in the other free group. I've made two videos about it and it goes, it basically goes through, you know, like the thumbnail, 
the CTR, yep. the average view duration, your ability to be clear on video, your delivery on video, um, uh, the lighting, the audio. Uh, the, the, that's probably six or seven of those items. And there's like literally another five or six and that's sure. it. Yeah. And, and, and that's all I focused on for a year and a half. And I call it looping because every time you make a video, your, your job as a YouTube creator, and it's like, this might seem hard and that's okay. I, I'll, I'll give anybody listening that you may feel it's hard, but it's still your job is to figure out what is the suckiest part of the last video you published. Mm. Like the more you can say that my audio really sucked or my delivery was a little weak or right. my editing, my editing is like, I, I need to cut out all this stuff. When you have the ability to look at your last video and you can say the thing that is the weakest link, the thing that's probably stop, think about this. Let me ask you, Rosh, if the mm. audio is horrible, how long until you click off? Uh, pretty much immediately. How about if, if uh, the delivery is just so off, how long do you watch? Uh, maybe a little bit longer than if the audio is bad. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. that's an honest answer, and I agree. I'll do the same. But there's a, there's a, there's a point where all of these things are going to cause a, a pretty high percentage of viewers to leave. Right. Absolutely. And like audio editing, how about lack of editing? What if you click on a video and it just never gets to that, that top, that topic that's promised? Sure. So that will probably be a few steps beyond, but you're eventually going to give up. Sooner or later you give up. And this is why people fail. Yeah. This is it. It's not freaking rocket science. Yeah. You know, people are like zombies asking what's the best social media platform to share your video on brother, sister, none of them. If it sucks, <laughs> like if yeah. you make a great video, uh, YouTube will promote the heck out of it. Right. And Wayne Dreyer, uh, Wayne. he had this amazing saying, and that is you don't get what you want. Yep. How do I get views? How do I get views? Uh, do you know how to get views? How about, how about subscribers? It's like, you can ask that question all day long. You're never going to get the thing until you start really getting the thing you are. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a great golfer, go golf every day for four hours. If you do that on day 365, you'll be much better. Right. You might not be a, a, a champion level. You might not be uh, in the, the latest cup with Tiger Woods, but you're going to improve. So again, the, this idea of this looping method where you look at the top 12 things and you're always striving to improve them, sooner or later, you reach a tipping point. Right. So what happened in 2019? It just, everything kind of caved in. Everything yeah. just kind of uh, came to a head. I, I had increased and improved um, long enough where it was like undeniable. You right. know, Steve Martin, be so good they can't ignore you. Right. Right. You know, and I think that was a huge part of it. And the other part that I really uh, have pushed a lot is being willing to test and try new things, especially mm -hmm. thumbnails and titles. Yep. Um, and even like, man, like the content and the style and uh, from going quirky to more serious to getting straight to the point. And now it's like they even have themes like the last video was hip hop inspired L.A. culture. Right. <laughs> you know. And yet it was still about how to get views, which is like, 
again, I think that's just, you don't get to make that video until you've really tried to hone your voice. Right. And that was different. No one has ever taken like, hey, this is Boys in the Hood. And yeah. actually what you're going to learn, what I learned from Boys in the Hood really yeah. applies to how to get more views. Let me, let yeah. me break this down. And before that, it was like conspiracy theory. Like <laughs> I had a few videos like, there's a secret that only the best YouTubers know about. And it's like, I worked hard to make that believable, not just like quirky. And, and you know, when I set out, that's the thing I wanted. I wanted different, unique. And I think when you bring all of these together, you know, I just, I got to that tipping point yeah. where people really responded. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, the, the looping method that you spoke of is, is so important. I think a lot, some Sometimes we have to remember also that there is competition and depending on the niche that you go in, the niche that you go in, there could be some really high competition. Um, I mean, cause I, I, you know, know people who've complained to me and, and I have, I mean, channels that do tremendous click through rate, you know, and, and have 70, 80% retention. But the problem is that's not a problem. It's the fact that there are people doing it better for that topic of that niche and, and YouTube recognizes that. But the only way to get beyond that and improve upon those people is exactly what you're saying. Continue to improve those, as you put it, those 12 specific steps. And that's what you did. And, and let's, let's talk about that. Before you left for those three months, I said at the beginning of this show, you know, you, you were on the list of YouTube educators. You were on the list. You're, you're great. You were awesome. But when you came back, you made it to the top five list because you earned that step by the taking on those things and making that next step. Not set, sitting back saying, hey, I'm Brian G with tens of thousands of subscribers. No, I'm taking it to the next level. And you keep doing that. And that's inspiration for a lot of people. And uh, so I appreciate you sharing that with, with us. For those who um, would like to get in touch with you, maybe um, be coached by you. Uh, how can people connect with you to learn more about growing their channel? Yeah, Rosh, uh, Brian G. Johnson TV. So that's the domain, BrianGJohnson.tv. And it's also the YouTube and Twitter handle and, and whatnot, just Brian G. Johnson uh, TV. So search for that. And you're, the thing about it, you know, anybody worth their salt isn't hard to find. You know, yeah. you type their name it's, into a search engine, you're going to find them. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I like to say if, if you that. if you want to find me, uh, you, if you can't find me, you're not looking. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Or I'm not doing my job, one or the other. <laughs> exactly. All right, Brian G. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Rosh. It's been my pleasure.